We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, the topic is the Christmas Wars. Should you say Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays? What's the difference? Is one greeting more secular than the other? I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Good morning and welcome to The Rebellion. Today's topic is Christmas. The Christmas season, holiday season, happy holidays, Merry Christmas. What is it? What are we supposed to say? Well, we know what the thought police think. They want to expunge Christmas of any religious significance. And that's why they don't want us to say Merry Christmas any longer. Because that's a specific reference to a Christian holiday. Christmas. It's a specific reference to Christ. It's two words, Christ's Mass. It's a time of worship, Mass, a time of coming together, a religious service that focuses on Christ. Thus the word Christmas, Christ Mass. But we're not supposed to say that any longer. If you go to Target or if you go to Starbucks or if you go to any store or any other business venue today, you're not supposed to say Merry Christmas, right? Well, I always do. I refuse to buy in to the season's greetings. And I've even refused to say the happy holiday thing. But today I'm going to share with you why the word holiday is actually as religious and as significant as the word Christmas, and how our secular thought police don't have a clue what they're talking about when they try to force you to say Happy Holidays rather than Merry Christmas. So it's possible that those of us who have doubled down on Christmas, and I will continue to say it, it's possible that we have another arrow in our quiver Oh, we can say Merry Christmas, but we can also say Happy Holidays. And maybe, if given the opportunity, we can even explain why we say both. Let's take a break, acknowledge our sponsors, and when I get back, I'm going to wish you a Happy Holidays and explain to you why. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. So today's topic is Christmas, the Christmas season, the holiday season, this, uh, this Christmas wars. It's been going on for a decade or more. I mean, Bill O'Reilly covered it back when he was still uh, the king of the hill at the factor. I mean, this is an issue in our culture, and I think we've got so many other bigger fish to fry right now that we kind of ignore this particular cultural battle in the greater war, the greater cultural wars. 
But I don't think it's a small thing, and I'm going to make a big deal about it again today. I don't think we should skip past it, because this was one of the first forays in the thought police agenda. If they could get a Christian society, and again, I'm not arguing that everybody that lives in America is a born-again Christian, but what I am arguing is that America, as a culture, as a country, is grounded in Christianity, is grounded in a biblical ethic, is grounded in an understanding that the Bible, that the Bible is the foundation of our free society and our constitutional republic. And I've covered that a thousand different ways on this show. I could prove that by doing a one-hour show, a two-hour show, a five-hour show, and just cite the quotations of our founding fathers that ground our seminal documents and the principles upon which our country is founded in what? The Bible. I've talked to you before about of all the books that are quoted in the founding era of our country. In other words, all the writing in the Federalist Papers, all the writing in our seminal documents, all the writing of those individuals that founded our country and fought for our independence and our freedom. If you go back and do the research on everything, which a couple scholars did, and they covered the late 1700s. They covered a decade or more of that period of time, and they actually researched every single quotation that was made in all of the documents that were published during that time frame. It was tens of thousands of documents, and they found that the most quoted source, over and above Montesquieu and Locke and Hume, over and above all of the classics, whether it was Cicero or Plato or Aristotle, over and above all of that was what? The book of Deuteronomy. The book of Deuteronomy out of the Old Testament. Moses was quoted more often than any of those other, any of those other sources. So it's indisputable con, uh, qualitatively and quantitatively. It's indisputable that the Bible, that Christianity had a bearing on the founding of this country. So this, this Christmas Wars thing is a shot at that. It's an attempt to expunge Christianity from our daily vocabulary. And you take the most important holiday of the American calendar, arguably. I mean, it, it, most important in the sense that um, it seems to captivate our attention more than other holidays, right? I mean, we spend months in preparation for Christmas. It, 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 uh, the entertainment industry shifts toward Christmas. I mean, just turn on the Hallmark Channel. Every show is about Christmas. You have the Christmas Channel. You have Christmas music. You have Christmas trees. You have Christmas lights. You have Christmas parades. We, we, we buy Christmas gifts we celebrate Christmas in this country in a very unique and obvious way. But yet, the intelligence, the intelligentsia, the elite, the oligarchs, the, the smart folks, the know-it-alls, those folks in Washington, D.C., and those in the glass tower of the corporate elites are telling us that we can't say Merry Christmas any longer. Well, I, I think that's a bunch of garbage, and I'm going to explain to you why, but I'm going to do it in the context of saying happy holidays. Well, you might say, well, what are you talking about? I thought you were going to defend Merry Christmas. Oh, I will. I'm going to do that in a subsequent show. But today I'm going to tell you why happy holidays is actually um, just as religious and just as sacred as Christmas. You know, 
again, we're in December now. The Thanksgiving's done. Uh, we're in the Advent season. And, you know, we call, what do we call this? Again, I, I'm trying to give you an argument that, uh, that this uh, Christmas season dominates our culture. Well, we call it the most wonderful time of the year, right? Well, <laughs> unfortunately, it's a time for our nation's thought police to uh, tell all of us heartland rubes, you know, all of us in the unwashed masses, that uh, on the top of their list, the thought police list, of the things you can't say is saying Merry Christmas. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that Christmas has been celebrated in the Western world since the fourth century, which it has. That's a historical fact. It doesn't matter that Christmas has been a national holiday in the United States officially since 1870. It doesn't matter that it drives much of our family cohesion, as I've already described, and it even dominates our national economy, as I've already described. No, no. Despite all of this, our cultural brain trust in Washington, D.C., in San Francisco, and maybe even in your state's capital, whether you live in Ohio or Oklahoma or Nebraska or Kansas, maybe, maybe it's happening to you regardless of where you live. Our, our smart folks, this brain trust that seems to think they should be running our country and running our department stores and our coffee shops. All these folks have declared the words Merry Christmas to be quote-unquote triggering. Here's just a couple of examples. Um, Target. Target has the dubious distinction is, uh, of being one of the first stores that went woke several years ago and to purge the words Merry Christmas from its employees' approved vocabulary. Apparently, working at Target, um, you couldn't say Merry Christmas. You were restricted to issuing the festive greeting of Happy Holidays or Season's Greetings. So at Target, it, if you said Happy Holidays, it didn't run the risk of offending anyone, except Christians. So it made it acceptable uh, happy Holidays became an acceptable benchmark for controlled thought and expression at Target. And then Starbucks, a coffee shop, joins in this progressive parade of condemning the celebration of peace on earth and goodwill to men. They said Happy Holidays wouldn't trigger anyone except those dastardly singers of joy to the world. So let's not say Merry Christmas. Let's speak nothing of humbug upon St. Nicholas and his example of self-sacrifice and giving, and we'll just say Happy Holidays at Starbucks. So Target and Starbucks are two examples. They're the poster children, at least for the sake of today's show, of this foolishness of expunging Merry Christmas from the Christmas celebration and the Christmas season, the most wonderful time of year, of Christmas candy and Christmas trees and Christmas lights and Christmas parades and Christmas gifts. No, we're just going to pretend that this isn't Christmas and we can't say Merry Christmas, have a joyful Christmas. We can't sing about peace on earth, goodwill toward men. We can't sing Noel, Noel. We can't sing in excelsis Deo. We can't do any of that anymore. We can't even watch a Charlie Brown Christmas because Christmas is not in vogue any longer. We're supposed to just say happy holidays. And we're told over and over again that the reason to exclude 
Christmas is inclusion. <laughs> just can't make this nonsense up. In order to include everyone, we must start by excluding all of those who want to follow Christ, I guess. For, forget this Christmas stuff, they say, and forget Christians. Let's just force everyone to say something innocuous like happy holidays. All right? But here's my point. I have to wonder if these smart people behind all of this nonsense even know what the phrase happy holidays means. So let's let's just set Merry Christmas aside. I'll deal with that in a subsequent show. But, but let's focus on happy holidays. What does it mean? I mean, after all, I've said over and over again, words do mean something, don't they? Words have definitions. And definitions should matter, right? Uh, I think it was Aristotle who once chided how many a dispute could have been deflated into a single paragraph if the disputants had dared to define their terms. In other words, our arguments would be short-lived if we just define our terms, define our words, and agree on the definitions before we enter into the argument. Many a dispute could have been deflated in a single paragraph. We don't need to argue for pages upon pages. We could resolve the dumb thing in a single paragraph if those that are arguing, the disputants, would just dare to define their terms. So let's define the terms. What does it mean? to say happy holidays. Why why are those people pushing so aggressively to replace Merry Christmas with that greeting? Again, happy holidays. Well, they say that it's because they want to include everyone. It's less religious, and it's more acceptable in the current secular, multicultural climate in which we live. But is that true? It's not. I mean, even a cursory examination, even a cursory examination of this pablum, of this foolishness, is going to prove, it's going to reveal something surprising. Well, maybe not surprising. (laughs) I don't find it surprising. I I was going to say the surprising degree of the ignorance of these people, but I guess maybe we shouldn't be surprised. But I will say this. If you want to look into the definition of happy holidays, we're going to see the degree of ignorance of these people. Ignorance of definition, ignorance of etymology. Etymology is the study of the origin of words and ignorance of meaning, of of what this even means. I mean, definition is there to tell you what something means. And a word is constructed over time. It, It has a history. It has roots. The definition just didn't spring out of thin air yesterday. A word has endurance. It's been around for a while and it means something. So what does happy holidays mean? My argument here is that these thought police are clueless and that they're stupid. I mean, let's just take the word holiday. Uh, I could focus on happy. Happy is uh, an expression of of uh, meaning, of purpose in life. When we are when 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 we're told in our seminal documents that we have life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that those are our unalienable rights. Happiness isn't just doing what is pleasurable. Happiness is the opposite of haplessness. In other words, you've got purpose. You're going to 
You're going to pursue it. You're going to stake your ground, drive your stake in the ground on what life means. So holiday is a word that has meaning. It has purpose. Um, I would argue this. Even for these educated folks, <laughs> these people that got their degrees from our nation's terrible public schools, colleges and universities, and went to our nation's terrible public schools in your own backyard for elementary, middle school, and, and secondary school. Even these people have enough education that the, it should be obvious that the term holiday is a combination of two words, holy and day, right? That's the etymology. We've combined two words to tell us what we're going to celebrate. We're going to celebrate a holiday because it's a holy day. It's a day that's held holy. And this argument of those that are attempting to secularize the Christmas season by calling it a holy day is kind of absurd, isn't it? Holy is a religious word. Holy refers to something sacred and set apart. For who? God. Anything holy is something that must be preserved and kept what? Whole. Something holy is sanctified. Something holy is religious. If it's holy, it's pure. If something is holy, it is uncompromised by sin, and it's set apart for what? Our salvation. I mean, we're told in the Bible, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. God is holy. Again, he's uncompromised by sin. He's set apart. Jesus is set apart for our salvation. Sanctified, righteous, pure, it's whole. It's, it's to call something a holy day and then claim that you're doing it because you want to be more secular than sacred, that you don't want to say Merry Christmas because that's too religious. Well, then don't use holy because that is a religious word. And even the second part of the word, I'm going to argue that the second part of the word bears some significant religious weight too. Day. What is day? Is that a secular word? Well, I'm going to argue it's not. Day refers to what? A 24-hour period of time. Day is the acknowledgement that there's a past, present, and future, right? Day refers to time. Days gone by, days that are present, and days that are yet to come, past, present, and future. In other words, when we say that it's a holiday, a holy day, we're acknowledging the awareness of the clock. We're saying that we know that the minutes and the hours are passing. We're, we're, we're admitting that ultimately that the days, the hours, the minutes are God's to give, give and God's to take. And that as human beings, we have nothing to say about our longevity. longevity. We have nothing to say about how long we live or how short we live, the longevity or the brevity of our lives. So day is a term of self-limitation. It's the understanding that our days are numbered. Yesterday's memories, today's responsibilities, tomorrow's dreams, this is all implicit in the word day. We are made in the image of God. And I'm going to argue this, that we alone in all of God's creation have the awareness of time. Your dog doesn't understand time. Your horse doesn't understand time. 
Nothing in creation understands time and the divine dictates of time. That this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Nobody else understands this conversation. I mean, nothing else. I shouldn't say nobody else. Nothing else understands this conversation of time, of day. Out of all God's creatures, we alone we alone are obligated to set aside our days and keep them holy. So I'm. it's kind of ironic, isn't it? That the, the wise had learned it in our courts and in our culture. Those people who wish to secularize our country are doing so by demanding that we abandon you know, religious words like Christmas, while at the same time they're arguing in favor of what maybe is even a more religious word, like holiday, holy day. These people, these people in their effort to believe nothing, these oligarchs who say that they don't believe in the sacred, in the religious, these people in their effort to believe nothing end up declaring that they are the measure of everything. When you believe in no judge with a capital J, that means you're going to become the only judge of everything. Claiming there is no God, they act like they are God. And for them, the only holy day is one that excludes Christ, take Christ out of Christmas, and elevate yourself to the status of our cultural savior. It's my key problem with Anthony Fauci right now. He's acting like he's the savior of the world rather than humbly bowing toward God. He's elevating himself to be as God because he's a materialist. He's politicized the discussion of something that should be a debate over empirical facts. He's politicized it and he's elevated himself to be the judge of everything while he claims there is no judge of anything. He says that he doesn't believe in anything, but yet this oligarch is the measure of everything. Claiming there is no God, he acts like he is God. For him and for his cronies, the only holy day is one that excludes Christ and elevates themselves to the status of our cultural savior. Whether it be the president of Target, the president of Starbucks, the president of the United States, the president of the Senate, whether it be Anthony Fauci, whether it be your school principal or your college provost, these little gods, these little gods, whether it be your priest or your pastor who has decided to go woke rather than drive a stake into the ground, into the solid rock of the gospel and be right. All of these people are acting like little gods who want to tell us what to think and what to say. Can't what's what's triggering and what's offensive and what's not what to wear on your face when to go to church when to go to a restaurant how far apart you should stand from somebody else all these little gods 
who are trying to dictate every aspect of our lives. I would argue that they're the poster children. For a new religion, they're not being, they're not being as secular as they think they are. They're really poster children for a new religion. A religion that thinks that that God you see in the mirror, okay, you know where I'm going to go with this, should be worshipped more than the God you see in the Bible. I, I just have to scratch my head at times. Can they not see that when they tell us to say happy holidays, happy holy days, that they're using even more sacred language, religious language, to worship themselves? To worship themselves in their pompous efforts to remove a sacred day from our calendar. They're creating a new religion, not a secular day. They're creating a new religion of American Gnosticism that elevates your emotions, your opinions, your feelings above the facts of the evangel, the good news that on this day was born in the city of David, a savior who is Christ the Lord. And you shall call his name Emmanuel, God with us. That he is the word made flesh and dwelling among us. And you have seen his glory the glory is of the only begotten Son of God. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the light was the light of men. Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, goodwill toward men. Yes, it is the most wonderful time of the year. Yes, it is a time for us to say Merry Christmas have a merry Christ's Mass. Christ's Mass, a celebration, an event to celebrate. Christ, Emmanuel, Jesus, the Word, the Logos, being born incarnate in a manger in Bethlehem and walking among us to show us what God is like. I'm also going to conclude the show, not by saying just Merry Christmas, but I'm going to conclude by saying Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays. Happy, purpose, intent, meaning, grounded in a holy day. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it and keep it holy. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.